Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Live from Estopin All In. It's the Bamos Morados Podcast. Powered by the state of Louisville. Welcome to another episode of the Vamos Morados podcast. It's been a while. Hope you missed us. I'm Benton. I'm Zach. Well, uh, the regular season is slowly creeping up on us, and I am very excited. That schedule announcement came quick. Yeah, very much. It absolutely did. Well, for for Little City, at least. I know in WSL, you never get the schedule until like the week before the season, so... Yeah, they like to they like to take their time with things, but we're we're getting trickles of uh, of news coming through. So I think we got a, quite a bit to talk about since the last time that we had met up. They did announce the format of the schedule for the NWSL, so that was nice. Some we we know we know the crumbs. structure of it at least. Yeah. Well, before we jump over to uh, talk about racing, let's uh, let's get all the Louisville City news out of the way first. How about that? Sounds good to me. So. First on the docket, we'll we'll go ahead and we'll talk about. Uh, we'll start in the back. We'll start with our new goalkeeper signing to the team, Mr. Kyle Morton, former a great uh, pickup. Yeah, it is former St. Louis uh, player. Spent a little time in the uh, MLS. Didn't get a didn't get much time uh, there, but I mean, he was worthy of getting signed, and he did get a start. So take it for what it's worth. Six four, twenty seven years old. Um, and from what I recall, he was he was very good in the USL. I think I even yeah. saw praises from USL Tactics um, on him during that 2020 season. I, I mean, I, he was he didn't win it, but he was up for goalkeeper of the year uh, recently. And then I can remember he had some very good games against Louisville City for St. Louis when we played them. Absolutely. So uh, Parker Siegfried, uh, who who is also returning, he's. Uh, if he gets a start, he, he's going to have to earn it. He's I mean, this is how Louisville City, this is how Louisville City does with their keepers. It's always it's always a very strong uh, battle in practice for who gets to start be the starting keeper. And generally, you got to be here for a couple of years before you you get the the full season start. I feel like we always do really well with with our keepers, particularly. We have a good track record there. You know, think back to Greg Rengisking and uh, and why am I blanking right now? Ben Lunt, Ben Lunt, Hubbard, Hubbard, yeah. yeah. So a lot of good pieces there. So pretty excited to see him in action. I'm glad they got that one uh, tied up pretty quickly. I think they were just really waiting for all the uh, MLS uh, supplemental draft nonsense yeah, think, to happen. I think a couple of the signings that they had to wait for all of that to to clear before they could. Ink it. Yeah, and, and speaking of all that that MLS draft silliness, uh, I know Jorge Gonzalez was one that was held up within that process. They had to kind of wait for, you know, Portland opted not to re-sign him because he was only with SV alone. 
then he had to go through this redraft process, which he felt that the cracks there. The MLS teams is misses our law, our, our gain. Cause they're not good at, at scouting. So we get to pick up all the good players. They ignore. Yeah. And they don't exactly, <laughs> there's still ways to go on their whole pyramid well, as far as the developmental so system. I, I guess in defense of the MLS teams, but in opposition to the whole MLS system, because they have an international roster cap, it puts like an extra burden on any international players that like, you can't just be good enough to be in the MLS to play there. You have to be good enough to be worthy of like one of the few international spots, which, which raises the bar a little higher. Yeah. In in defense of the MLS, that's not like totally abnormal. A lot of other leagues around the world have, has some sort of limitations because they want their people caps from a lot their nation there. lower than other Oh yeah, internationally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the the the, the strictness and the openness of three? Very, yeah, or uh, four, three or four. Yeah, it's something like that. But those yeah. slots can be traded around. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. And usually, the uh, those will go to the uh, designated players um spots. Man, we're getting real deep in the weeds on the technicalities anyway, of MLS. It, it is it is <laughs> the local city's advantage because we have no international roster slot cap. So yep. So. So because because of all that nonsense, we were able to finally uh, sign Jorge. I was told that he really enjoyed his time here. So I was had my fingers crossed <laughs> as all that I stuff think was really, going down and come through. He really came on towards the end of the season. Cause I think like he he had that injury early on. And that's mm. it's always it, even when you're healthy enough to start playing again, it's always a while before you're back to your normal self and in full game shape. But yeah. I think Definitely like that the last month or two of the season, he looked really good. And I'm looking forward to seeing a full season of Jorge in that form. Yeah. And my, my thoughts on new signings to teams is that usually it takes at minimum like a six months for them to kind of like get up to speed and sync. And that's not like just six months of like games, but that's including the trainings and all that. So well, it's just you throw an injury on top time. of that. Yeah. So that just, it just takes time. And I think, yeah, the real, wheels start really going. So um, I got really high expectations for him coming into this season. Well, plus at, at this point, we are in desperate need of some wing forwards. So I was very happy to see yeah. see his, his, that that news. Absolutely. And speaking of re-signings, we've also got back Mr. West Sharpie, who is a critical piece um, in defense. I'm, I'm very excited about him. I thought he really had a breakout season yeah. last year. And uh, we also got back Tyler Gibson, who I've not been quiet about as far as my uh, my like for his play. And I think he's he's very underrated. Um, and I think we have a plethora of midfield options. So, and I love the depth that we have there between like and I'm, him, Bone, Paulo. I'm glad to see him now that he's had a full season with the team to be able to hit the ground running next year. Because we talked about, yeah, transition time and it is – I think, you know, the early part of the season, he was just gelling with everybody and, yep. and defensive midfielder. It's such a like communication and knowing where players like to get the ball and where people are going to be is such an important part. That it's just, you have to have time with the team to, to really gel. And so I, I think, I think we can expect an even better season from him yeah. next year than he had last year. I'd argue the type of role that he has versus what Jorge has takes a little bit more time for exactly those reasons. A lot, you know, 
lot of lot of passing and knowing where players are. So yeah. I'm I'm very eager to to see him get back in the mix as well. Um, we also we got an academy uh, signing, which I was pretty pretty pumped about. Owen Dom, spelled Dam D A M M, but pronounced Dom. Yep. Uh, kid from Out of Versailles. Yep, I was gonna say kid spelled from Versa- Versailles. Spelled Versailles, pronounced Versailles. Versailles. But um, I watched I watched some footage on this kid, and I know he's playing against like high school kids that you know maybe don't have professional soccer in their future. But he looks really good. Like I was pretty excited after watching that. He's an outside back, right? That's yeah, what yes. they That's what I had him listed in, in the announcement. That is correct. Yeah. Um, which is good because we definitely need some depth there. It's basically just Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> until will, that signing. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know that he'll, he'll get to jump right into play, yeah. but I certainly think he could play a role like Josh Weidner did. There. Yeah. Could serve as, as depth and getting acclimated with the team. Cause it's a long season there. People are going to get injured. So yeah. More depth I don't want, better. I don't want these, these young kids that like, get thrown in the deep end set up to fail because I, 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 you know, I, I want them to succeed. And I think just a part of them being so, so young is that that acclimation that they'll need. Well, plus, um, I mean, coach Cruz likes to, to shift into like a five man back line with leads, which I think is a good opportunity for some of the younger players to get mm-hmm. some minutes in sort of the, near the end. And some of those games were up by more than a goal. Um, yeah. so and uh, I wanted to mention they they announced part of his – I mean, because he's um, – he graduated high school this year, um, and part of his contract is, is like a scholarship for taking – I think it was an online university, but yep. – Bellevue he, University. He, he will have – I think it's the official online university partner of the league um, – but anyway, it's neat to see because I mean you're giving up NCAA eligibility by signing that contract, so it's neat that like a scholarship is a part of that contract. Um, so he'll still get get to work towards getting a degree while he's yeah. here. He continues his education and gets to play professionally. Like yeah. what a what a really cool opportunity, and I'm really glad that they're they're, that's they're the, doing things like this. Like it's going to open up the door for a lot more players that might be hesitant because I think a lot of people still kind of think like you have to go the college route to get those looks, but this is kind of open up another door, but still giving a lot of the same benefits. So that was, that was a, that was a cool thing. I didn't see coming. Yeah. I, I've, that's the first time I've seen that announced with a signing. So that's seems to be a relatively new program. Yeah. Uh, so they, especially with the Academy, that's like a, a good, a good option to have. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I think that's, that's good. If anything, signaling to other players that, Hey, that option is there and available. So maybe we'll get some people that maybe would have otherwise opted to go to college and not sign, but yeah, we'll see. And uh, we can also talk about the latest and greatest hot off the brand press. new hot off the presses. Absolutely. So new signing uh, will be, I guess, essentially the, the Jogo replacement will be a left footed Amadou Dia from sporting Kansas city. And, and he is a, He's another player you mentioned, like Kyle Morton, that has sort of gone back and forth between USL and MLS. No, no, more couple seasons. He's more so. He's more so been in the MLS mix. Yeah, he got he like had like eighteen games last season for Kansas City. Yeah, he played in the twenty twenty playoffs. 
Um, in, so he started off his career in the in the MLS with Sporting Kansas City. Spent a very brief time in uh, in Montreal, and then he spent several seasons with Phoenix Rising. Which, yeah. I mean, let's let's face it, they're a good team. So I mean, he was able to earn his way in a good squad, and then back to to Sporting Kansas City, where he did split time between. Their was he on teams. the 2018 Phoenix team? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, so he was. He was. He was on the team that we played in the championship game, yep. which was a good team. Yep. So he was on that squad and then he went back and played more time in the MLS with Kansas, but also played some with um, their MLS two side. Yeah. Uh, so he's, I like to think of his profile is, is maybe a guy with a chip on his shoulder. He wants an opportunity to win and, and, and get another opportunity at the higher level. And I think that's a, I think that's a really good is signing. He, I think French MLS guys. Yeah. He's 28. So yeah. I mean, on the uh, maybe slightly on the upper end of the age spectrum, then uh, then I would oh, want. I would consider twenty eight like like right around that. You're still in your prime. Oh yeah, yeah. Like twenty eight, twenty nine is sort of the tail end of the prime. So yeah, and I think yeah. the fact that he's a defender, I think, makes things a little more flexible. And this is just me thinking like long term, like succession planning, especially with how many older guys we have in the squad. But I'm not going to squabble over the age. He's he's good. He's obviously he's show, proven himself at the. Uh, at the MLS level. And I think maybe probably part of his opportunities here is sure. He could have dipped his toes more in the MLS waters and, and maybe found another team, but he won an opportunity to play and decide he's, he's, if he's going to do go down to our level, he's going to play with a good squad. He did with Phoenix. Now with us, he's not just signing contracts with any old team. Nope. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about him. Um, haven't seen a ton of footage. There was one, uh, one highlight from, I don't think it was the playoffs, but it's the 2020 um, season where he sent this long uh, cross to an attacker who had a who, who took like a flying kick strike. And I think the highlight was mainly trying to focus the uh, the actual goal itself. But it was a phenomenal assist by his part. So, yeah, I mean, he's not Jogo, but he's uh, he's certainly going to be uh, be an outstanding addition to our, our defense. Uh, there's one there's only one Jogo and he's in Spain now. Yep. Yep. Only one Jogo. So. As far as recent roster signing, that's all that's come to fruition as of now. A little bird told me probably sometime in the next week we might get another winger signing on the team. So one to keep an eye open for. Yeah, keep an eye on the uh, on the old Twitter, Facebook, etc. Watch out so. for the eyes emoji in the morning. <laughs> A favorite of uh, admins across the league. <laughs> so, um, as far as players no longer with the team. I think we, we had did. our first Louisville City player announced, like signed with another team announcement of all the players that have left. Yeah, Mr. Alexi Suahe has uh, set up roots with uh, with New Mexico United. So wish him all the best there. I, I got I got a lot of respect for them. Yeah, I like them. Um, I wouldn't mind us getting an away trip out there. I think that could be a cool away day to go to. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I would. I would Lots of good food in. They're in. Um, are they in Albuquerque? I forgot. I forgot yeah, if they're it's in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're in Albuquerque. Lots of good food in Albuquerque. Yep. So, um, as far we don't know the the fate of the other players that were were not resigned with us, such as Antoine Hopeno, etc. Yeah. Um, and we, then as far as uh, I think George Davis and Jimmy McLaughlin are the only two players that we've not heard an official announcement about either way. Yeah, they're they're kind of still in limbo. Um, yeah. George Davis, I mean, 
he kind of seems like he was on the on the cups cusp of retirement. So we'll, we'll see wait if to he's, hear. Yeah, we'll see if he's made that decision or not. If he's going to continue to play, who knows? And then Jimmy, not really I, sure. What's I going don't on have any either. inside information, but I just given what he's how he's done what he's been doing the last few years, I would not be surprised to find out, to hear some sort of announcement about him working with the academy or or something. I, I think so. he's going to make a staff somewhere. I might, yeah. If you if you asked me to put money on, I would say he would. Uh, I, at the beginning of the season, I would said he would retired after this this past season, and and gotten a, a role within the organization. I still think he'll be around some capacity, but we'll wait and see. Not sure what lies ahead for him. Yeah. And uh, we yeah. have one more big departure. <sighs> a very big departure. We'll break the news. Well, I mean, it's not. It's the news got broke, <laughs> but news has yeah, been Brad, out. Yeah. Brad's leaving. Yeah, that one. Uh, that one came out of left field for me. Yeah, no, no more President Brad. Yeah, but I mean, if you if if you think about, it, like, can you imagine what this job is now versus what it was when he first took it on? Like, I mean, it is, the demands he's on of Twitter way more than is healthy for someone in a position he's in. That <laughs> <laughs> it can't be good for your mental health. Yeah, right. You're bozos like me complaining about the team all the time. Sweet Natcha, man. But, uh, but yeah, so he's, uh, he's opted to, uh, to move on outside of the, uh, of the soccer world. Um, again, like I can only imagine how demanding that job has become. So he's, uh, he's part in ways. I mean, I, he's left a fa- phenomenal legacy. He's, I mean, we've grown by leaps and bounds in, in his time here and made some phenomenal progress. I mean, look at the stadium we get to call home. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the, the stadium was like his project. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, he seemed to really, really be in charge of that. And I think that's a big reason why he got the president job in the first place yeah. and just a phenomenal job, job with them. I mean, it's like, it's easily the nicest stadium in the league. And um, I mean, he's for sure top 10 in the country, just of any soccer venue. So, yep. So we're, we're fortunate to have that. And then also, you know, the addition of racing Louisville, like the, the whole Academy infrastructure that's been built there. So, I mean, a lot has happened in a few years and he's overseen all of that and probably have overseen at least the majority of some projects that are probably coming down the pipeline that we'll hear about probably, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not implying that I know something. I'm just saying that there's probably going to be more things announced. So I'll have to keep in mind, like he was part of that too, you know? Yeah. Anyway, tremendous legacy. Wish him all the best. Now he gets to enjoy the matches as a fan. And I'm I'm sure that's gonna be a nice feeling for him, a little bit of a weight off the shoulders. Now, Thanks now he stressful. can hear me complain on Twitter about stuff that's not his job. <laughs> Somebody else's problem to deal with now. So um yeah, what have, uh, any other news about personnel that I'm I think that covers yeah, so I, I guess this would be a good time. So with the roster we have right now, what a, what are the spots that you're looking to hear about signings from? Where do you think? Uh, I mean, I, we have how many? I didn't count, but we've got a fairly full roster, but I think we're still 
my, by my count, I think we were like four or five players under where we were last season as yeah. personnel wise. I so, don't know. I don't know an exact number. I expect a few more signings. And I think that midfield is midfield at, set. seems like it is at capacity. Yeah. Um, I think we need know, maybe, I mean, who knows? Maybe we, somebody gets loaned out again. I, I, Cause I mean, some of these guys are pretty young too. So I, I don't know. That's there's a lot. Midfield there, me, so I'm not expecting any more there. It seems to me like we need another center forward because we, yep. we lost. You need I somebody mean, to compete with cam. We lost Kyle who was at center forward, but then we also lost um, Hopano who, who was, also like depth there so it's really we sort of lost two players who could play at that spot and Mm -hmm. and have not signed anyone so that that's i'm looking to see a center forward signing i think we still need another signing jorge was nice and we've got um um we've got ombi still but i i I would like to see another wing forward which yeah Sounds like that might be the announce one of the announcements coming, and yes. then I think more defensive depth uh, mm-hmm. in the center. Yeah, I um, I'd agree with that. I want I want competition for Cam. Yeah. Um, ideally, well, I and just I, you know, it, well, you got to he I can't mean, play every minute. You, you yeah. need we need a second center forward. And you got to push him too. I mean, yeah, I expect Cam to to be the starter with not many questions about it. But you, you got to have some some competition there. And ideally, like in my perfect world, I want somebody like kind of young that could, you know can learn and grow under Cam's tutelage. You know, yeah. and uh, maybe ideally one that could also flex to a winger position. And maybe that's exactly what this. Uh, yeah, we this don't. Maybe we don't have very much use up top at all. Mm-hmm. So. So I, I'm, I'm very youth fixated right now just because I'm afraid of, of the age Father of the time. current roster. And again, I don't want to discount people because of because of their age. I'm just trying to think long term. We have a good core with a good culture and they know how to win. And I want to start getting young guys in now that can learn that culture yeah. so that when some of these other guys eventually move on, we you know, we still have that that good thing going. Yeah. I'm not going to get on that soapbox right now, but that's why we I need some more part. We need some more players around Jorge's age. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. He's like the, yeah, he, like he's not, 25. he's not a kid, but he's also at the early end of his early part of his career. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind kids that have, have a lot of promise, but yeah, yeah I mean, I just ideally mean, more. you can't have just kids. And vets. You need some in their prime players too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. I agree with that. And then also, yeah. Uh, another uh, more essentially ori- um, oriented uh, defender would be nice as well. And that's mostly a depth. I mean, I, I think our, our starters are, are set at center, yeah. but we need, it's that like that, that's a position where an injury can really throw your team <laughs> yeah. for a, I, for a loop if you don't have depth. So and- I got some flack for saying this on, on the old Twitter, but like, as far as goalkeepers go, like I'm content with two third would be, I, I, I don't want to I'm say lu- fine luxury. with, I'm fine with two and an Academy player who can fill in <laughs> that. Yeah. That's, no, I mean, that's exactly my rationale. I think that's kind of what the Academy's there for. If we, 
if we need like more long-term situation because there's one or maybe two injuries at the it's position. It's completely normal to have two needed. keepers on a roster. Yeah, I don't think three is a requirement. Like yeah. if we if we find somebody that's suitable, sure, sign them. But like if it if it's coming down the like money and budgets, like I'd rather that money go elsewhere. Yeah. So I mean, there was that one season where four was not enough. So yeah. I mean yeah. The injury injury bug can can get you anywhere anywhere, but we're, yeah, that was unusual. Things, yeah, weird, weird things happen, but if they don't sign anymore, I'm I'm at I'm at peace with it. Yeah, so. but we've I mean we call we've called up academy players at at keeper before, and it's not been it for to be the reserve. Yep. So. Late late last season, it was Alex Cron who who got that copy. He was just on the bench, and it was just for one match. So, but I, I think having I don't two mind keepers and having that as an option for a third, I'm fine with. Yeah, I mean, don't discount some of these uh, these younger guys. Yeah. All right. Well, how about we move on? Let's talk about the schedule coming up. That's always uh, a fun some, part of the off season. Got the fun part of it, yeah. And we so, got some good. We got some good games this year. Yeah, Good home were, games. What were your uh, what were your initial thoughts when you saw the the roster drop? I mean, finally we get a normal schedule where we play all the teams in the East and we get <laughs> home and away with all of them. Uh, so like, finally we get a normal schedule against Miami. I feel like they've been here for three years and we're only just now getting to actually play them in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, getting to play Miami was good. Um, we get a couple Western conference teams and I feel like all of the Western conference matchups are great. I think yep. we, I think we really lucked out with the scheduling there. Cause we got, um, uh, El Paso away, uh, Phoenix at home. Wait, where's um, El Paso? Did I miss that? Oh yeah. Shoot. Yep. Yeah. Cause it's away. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the, the 30th. I missed that. I wrote a list of ones that excited me and I totally overlooked that one. Yeah, Orange County at home, the reigning champions. So that'd be oh, that's excellent, a great excellent. I was yeah. very much. I, I can't that. believe we got both Orange County and Phoenix at home. That's a that's all you could ask for for the Western Conference draw, and and we still have some good away games there too. Yeah, um, I mean, point, Monterey Bay FC at home. I don't, I don't know. It's they're new. It's hard to tell. It's it's, uh, exactly it's fun playing a, a just like. different team, especially one that's like brand new. So, yeah, I, I'm excited. Yeah. Don't know what to expect from it, but I'm excited. I, no, no, don't know what to expect. They, I hope they stick around. They they seem like a team that might not be in the league for a long time. To me, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know enough so about I'll make just that, throw that, that out there because I'm wrong about everything. So that's <laughs> that's the best thing the Monterey Bay fans could hope for is that I call, I said that. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good ones. Like if is if, Tulsa in the East this year? Because we have home and away against them. So I, they I, I didn't look are, at the conference alignment. So I have to assume Tulsa's in the I'm, East. Then I'm like 75 percent sure they are. Yeah, um, but so they're fun. You get to play play them again. Away at San Diego. So dude, uh, have you ever San been Diego to San Diego? Can try to get their revenge. <laughs> have you ever been in that city? It's really awesome. <laughs> I have my I have family that used to live there, so I've, right. I've been there. It's a it's a nice city, good weather. I, I really like it. So I'm right by Mexico, which is nice. Uh, yeah. So I might it, that's that. if you want to go on vacation on an away game, that's a great away game to go to. Yeah, that might be um, on the list. Get to see Landon try to get his revenge. Maybe you won't get thrown out at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay home, home and away. I think that's, that's going to be a really good series. Oh yeah. Um, finally, I have been wanting Detroit city to join the league for so many years now. So I am personally very stoked about finally getting, getting to play Detroit city in the league. Yeah. I we think don't, we don't play until rather atmosphere. We don't play until like deep in the season. Yeah. Even the home, uh, the away game is in August, August 20th. And then our home game is second to last game of the season. So, and I think our home one's like one of the two Wednesday matches we have, we're blessed to have yep. so many on Saturday, but like of all the matches to put on a Wednesday, like you put that one there, like, <sighs> I know. Cause they travel I mean, so well too. If you really want that one on a weekend, I get how insanely complicated it has to be to put these schedules oh, yeah. together, but like that, that's gotta be kind of near the top of the list. of the two these two fan bases and you put that they on travel so well that you really want yeah. them on a weekend yeah i mean i guess it's um, good for tv for them but i don't love that yeah i love that the orange county and the phoenix games are at home because they have not announced the espn games but i would i would assume that both of those are a big priority for for an espn game yeah. so one of those two stadium off yep yeah, I'll be very, I'll be very surprised if neither of those is is a TV game. Yep. Now, is there um, uh, speaking about the Western Conference teams? Is there any that you wish that were on the schedule? I think uh, New Mexico. I you mentioned away at New Mexico that we, since we got to play them at home um, last season, it, it would have mm-hmm. been a nice to get an away trip to New Mexico. So that's that's on my wish list still from the Western Conference. But really, other than that, I think we got anybody i would have wanted uh, so, we didn't mention them but we have sacramento republic yeah um, at home the the one that i wish that we would have had simply just because of the moves they've made this offseason is colorado springs i i oh, want to yeah. play them again and i think very yeah. yeah and i think on on paper they've gotten a lot better too so yeah. i'm pretty i'm pretty excited about about them to watch like as a neutral but i would have liked to play them again but i mean I'm not going to complain. We got Orange County. We got Phoenix. We got El Paso. Yeah. We get to do San Diego again. RVG. I think that's going to be fun. We've got our Eastern Conference at New York. Red Bulls 2 is still in the league for for another year. That's like our old rival. Uh, Birmingham, get home and away with them. they They played us super tight last year, so I'm looking forward to that matchup. Plus, they've got... They are flush with cash right now. Did you see? Did you see their trade news? Yeah, they got like half a million for uh, for who was it? Why am I blanking right now? Uh, junior. Uh, junior. Yeah, Flemings. Yeah, Junior Flemings. Uh, he went to what? France, second division. Uh, yes. Um, I not to not not to dig up not to dig up old wounds, but I think that signing shows how much the contract situation with Jogo hurt the team. Cause you got to think if, if not for contract weirdness and shenanigans, his deal would have been closer to that one than what it was. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I was checking on transfer market and Jogo and junior Flemings are, are rated at almost the same value on, on that site. Uh, he ended up getting, they got like 200,000 over what transfer Mark said he was worth for him. So that was an extremely good deal for, for Birmingham. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is with the, the Jogo thing. We, yeah. we took a hard L on that one. We've learned from it. 
but anyway, good for good for them. I you I would expect them to make a splash in the free agency uh, leading up to the season because they got plenty of money now. Yeah, to work uh, with Birmingham's a team. I, I I would like to succeed, not at our at our expense, but I like to uh, to see them. I think it's good for the league if teams like Birmingham do well. Yep, I agree with that one. Um, yeah, we got a, I got a lot to look forward to and some teams we haven't seen much of in, in recent years. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of, a lot of Pittsburgh, Charleston, to name a few. Real well, Grand Valley. I think it's our first time playing them. I can't recall playing them before. No, we've, we've not played them and I'm, yeah, I'm excited so, about that. No, first time matchup. So, so yeah. And they Lots are good. I, I remember I was looking this up with the, weird next league stuff they are not an affiliate well right they rio grande rio grande valley oh no they're not they had like a partnership but they are not they are not actually yeah they had a partnership and colorado springs also had a partnership yeah but they were just sort of they were like the partnership louisville had with orlando or yeah yeah like they we have we've agreed to work together, but like we don't own you. <laughs> yeah, we'll swap trade secrets, but yeah, like you're your own entity still. <laughs> that sort of thing. When you guys, you know, it's one of those when you guys are last place in the season, we'll hire your coach. That's yeah, sort of thing. Or a preferred loan destination, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you know what I'm making fun of specifically there? <laughs> no. Did you see Los Angeles FC song? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, lots in Las Vegas, the LA, uh, Las Vegas lights do terrible, and then they, yeah, and then it goes on to replace Las to Vegas got relegated to back, MLS. Hey, back, hard to back see. Bob Bradley. <laughs> Ooh, anyway, <laughs> I, uh, about that. I think that's I think that covers the schedule pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited uh, for it. I mean, it's a little away heavy at the beginning, but I'd rather the front end than the back end if I had to choose between the two. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we start off on two home games, so that's nice. Yeah. There's yeah. there's some stretches there. I don't and then know. then we have yeah, that's that April month of April that away stretch is going to be pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Um. Hopefully, Loudon is still crappy again, so that gives you like a little bit of a lesser game in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, that's historically been the case, right? Yeah, or hopefully San Diego starts the season the way they started last year. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I I want to play early season San Diego, not late season San Diego. Yeah, I I mean mentally I only have them as like a, a mid-tier team, so the hardest part will probably be the I'm not going to say the hardest part, but a hard part of that will be the travel element like yeah, it's a long way to That's a trek, so we'll see. Thankfully, we've got a week on each end of that, so yeah. That would be a terrible midweek game. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully they didn't do that. Um oh I got I got something fun I want to talk about. What's up? So uh recently Jogo got got his first uh call up for the men's national team and made news because so this this happened in December and officially because the transfer window for for the Spanish league doesn't open until January 1st. His, his deal did not officially go through until January 1st. And so uh, when he got called up to the national team in December, he was the first US active uh, USL player to, to make, make it into a game for the men's national team. 
Still counts. Yep. Hey man, deal did deal did not go through till January. That's yeah. It was an announced deal, but it was still pending. Yeah. Uh, so one good for him getting he checked he almost had a goal in that game. He just um he fired one in from the top of the box and forced the keeper to make a good save and then US scored off the rebound. Um so just about got a goal in his first ever game, like five minutes in to when he checked in. It's about uh, time the U.S. get him in the mix. He, well, what is it? He's is still it, for grabs. You play, is it three games or three? I think it's three, then you get count three, time. Three games, and you can't change after that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I am sure, I am sure the fight between Mexico and U.S. will just heat up <laughs> for him. Mm. Um. But if he does decide to go with the U.S., that means that at some point in the next couple of years, we could see three former Louisville City players all on a U.S. men's national team roster at the same time. Uh, because uh, James Sands, who we got on loan in 2018, and Jonathan Lewis, who we also got on loan in 2018, have both had like seven caps already. So... Uh, it would be very interesting to see if we, because of the positions they all play, they could all be in the starting lineup at some point in yeah, the that's foreseeable a, future. That's incredible. I mean, I know James Sands and Jonathan Lewis's t- a tenure with us was, was rather short because it was only a loan from New York City FC, but still counts. Still counts, nonetheless. They still <laughs> we're we're still on their on their their history of teams they've played with. James Sands, he just won the uh, won it all in the MLS with. Uh, New York City FC and now is off to Rangers in yep. Scotland. Yes, Scotland. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then Jonathan Lewis is now with the uh, the Colorado Rapids. But yeah, that'd be that'd be cool one day to look on the Rangers. Pitchers, three of the eleven have a history. Rangers like to get um, U.S. national team players. That that seems to be like the, the they they go out for loans for them a lot. So so that'll be yeah, exciting stuff there. Well, unless I'm mistaken, I think we've exhausted much of the uh, recent Louisville City news. You want to pivot over and talk about the ladies in Lavender? Move on to some racing talk? Yeah. Yeah. I so think we we discussed the draft on the last podcast, right? It's been it's been a couple weeks, so but that was early December. So I think we've covered that. No news yep. there. Um, yep. But so, got some trade news yeah. that happened in the interim. You want to talk about who we got? Yeah. So, well, first off, we got Miss uh, Miss Jessica. Let's do the McDonald. one we ha- makes that makes me happy first, and then we'll do the one that makes me sad. Oh, the trades. That, okay, yeah, the trades. Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> one that should make you happy is uh, Jessica McDonald from uh, North Carolina Courage. Yep. Uh, very solid player, and one of the cool things is, is she actively wanted to come here. Yep. And nobody, that nobody seems wants to, be, to play uh, for Louisville. Because we sort of, we got all of that, that trade was kind of staggered <laughs> over a couple, we, we we saw it one move at a time, so it was sort of, when we traded um, McCaskill, it seemed like maybe that was with some sort of aim, and then it turns out that that, that was basically part one to the Jessica Donald trade. Yeah, our front office, they're playing at chess and not checkers. Yeah. 
but yeah, she's in all the interviews. She seems very excited to, to come here. Uh, I, it was always very fun to watch her, uh, North Carolina when racing played. So I excited to have her here. And she brings a good veteran presence too. So happy about that one. Um, the trade that I believe makes you sad you're referring to is uh, somewhat recent is Yuki Natasako back to Chicago. It's a bittersweet announcement because one, it's super sad to see Yuki go because Yuki was the most fun player on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she was somebody's definitely gonna have to generate step content. Up, step up their online game on yeah. the team because I, I mean that's probably why they put out for a <laughs> for a content creator position. <laughs> Because we've lost the... I didn't even connect the dots there. <laughs> we've lost most of the content creation on the team. Yeah. Um, but I guess the bittersweet part of it is like her fiance lives in Chicago. I mean, she she was playing in Chicago before the trade that sent her here. And she had requested to go back there because that is where she wants to like start her life with her partner. Mm-hmm. So and I believe they I think, just recently like, got engaged as well. So congratulations yes. to them. Yeah. Congratulations to her. And like, I mean, if somebody's going to leave, leave, like that's you, you want to see people be able to ha- make moves like that for personal reasons. So yeah. I am, I am happy for her to, that she gets to go back to Chicago where she, you know, yeah. the city she wants to be living in. I'm, I'm very happy for her. And I, I think she was a great presence on the team. She was a lot of fun, but if I'm going to be completely honest, like I'm, pretty okay with this trade because i mean i think our on paper at least i feel like our roster is is getting stronger and i and i you know i don't think she's gonna be a starter i think she was gonna be kind of an off the bench player at best so i mean we we got some some value not, and we, not got, ton, but we got some um, value in the trade we got a draft pick and an international spot for her which i think that international spot's gonna be very important because that yes. essentially gives us two international spots because she's freeing up one by leaving and then also we got an additional one and i would have to imagine a one just like the way the league works it's it's very hard to just sign domestic players but mm-hmm. you, you pretty much have to get them in trades or or draft them it, it's just the way the roster rules work yeah. so it, as far as free agents go you're really only getting them from international signings so that that gives the team more roster spots to work with with that. And also I would have to imagine because we've recently signed a coach who's coming over from Europe, he probably has a lot of ties to the European game. And so I would expect like his pool of players he's going to be signing from is probably going to be international spots out of Europe. Exactly. So So I think that is, that will be good to have that spot. Yeah. I think so. Ultimately, I think this, this trade comes down for a win for everybody. Cause I think, uh, Chicago had quite a bit of turnover and turmoil. So they loved anything, her in Chicago too. Yeah. So I, I think say, all the Chicago fans got, are super happy to have her back. Yeah. If anything, they got like a good feel good player. Yeah. So every, everybody also, she wins can still contribute. She had some oh, yeah, good yeah. games for Louisville City, or for, for racing last year. Yeah. She can't. I just, I just don't know that she's going to get a lot of time with, with us anymore. So again, I think everybody wins there. Yeah. Um, as far as other news goes, uh, 2021 drafty who went back to college to play some more Kristen Davis. She's officially signed with the team. That's awesome. Um, But some of the other draftees from both the 2021 and um, 
in the most recent draft class have not signed, so, such yeah. as Parker Goins and uh, Jalen Howe. And Jalen Howe tweeted about being excited to come here, but no, oh, I think it's no just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah, I just I think it's just um, more of a time, not not if it will happen. And I think officially there's 16 players on the roster right now. So and we mentioned Louisville City needed some depth, but you know had most had most of the team there now. I, as far as officially, like racing has a lot of players to sign right now. Yeah. So, and to keep you up to speed on all the latest and greatest on that, let's go ahead and plug uh, Miss uh, Becky's tracker. So, if you guys go to the Beautiful Game Network website, bgn.fm, on there she's posted a uh, made a post about pretty much the entire status of racing's roster. Yep. And she's updating as as things are happening. So, if you're ever confused, you know who signed, who isn't, who's where, that's the place to go. It's awesome work by her. I I will admit I stole right that now. 16 players signed directly from her her posts, so it's a very awesome. good tool. She does all the dirty work. We just read it. <laughs> yep. So go check it out. It's it's really great. So you can see exactly what's going on with with each individual person, especially as we start to see some of these signing announcements start to trickle through for a lot of these uh, new players, and even seeing where some of the uh, old players went, which pivoting off that we well, now good to know, keep up with yeah we always know we now know the fate of uh michelle beto she i know she was a fan favorite that was a, a going tough back one home. for most fans yep she's going back home to uh, new jersey new york or gotham still not a very smooth name to say holistically just say gotham you don't have to say the new jersey new york there's only one gotham in the league it's it, just say gotham there's only one courage too but sometimes i like to you know say where it is yeah i mean north carolina I, courage yeah it's, it's anyway, different, but fine. They're Gotham She's FC. Gotham. Yeah. There you go. Um, so happy for her. She gets to to go back home. So. Also, I mean, for being, limbo. for being honest, they only play in New Jersey. They don't play in New York at any point. So. <laughs> I mean, if they played in actually New York, I would probably like very much consider going there because I love New York. <laughs> they but play in two venues. One is deep like in right New Jersey there. and the other is near New York City, but still in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, you still have to go to New Jersey and New Jersey is exactly what you think it is. Uh, uh, yeah. The, oh, man. That, picture. <laughs> close your eyes. Picture New Jersey. That is where Red Bull Arena is. <laughs> Zach, I think we've talked about how shitty New Jersey is, like at least in three different podcasts. No, no, no. Let me wait. Let me interject here. New Jersey's <laughs> fine. The area in New Newark? Jersey where Red Bull where Red Bull Arena is is Grungy, a wasteland. Not all of New Jersey is like that. There are other parts of New Jersey that are nice, uh, I, but not where the stadium is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do just a bit because I did do my. Uh, my Spartan um, Ultra Beast um, race in New Jersey, and it was kind of more of like a like skiing like area, so it had nature and stuff. Yeah. No, no smoke stacks or anything ucky in sight. But yeah, the Newark, like yeah, right man, I here, love the boss. It's- like New Jersey's fine. It's a great state. A lot of good stuff out of New Jersey, just not in the specific like couple of mile radius around where the <laughs> where that stadium is. I wasn't exactly impressed with the uh, the Meadowlands either where they're uh, where the Giants yeah, and all Jets of the play. all of the New York team stadiums in New Jersey are in like a terrible spot. It's because the land was cheap and that's why they put them there. Yeah. So. Um we got more good national team news though. Before let's let's we stop did. trashing Yeah, let's move <laughs> on from northern New Jersey. New Jersey and, <laughs> and talk about 
Let's talk about, so we mentioned Louisville City alum on, on the men's national team, but we have two current racing players at the women's national team camp going on right now. Two young uh, guns. Yeah, uh, Emily Fox and Jalen Howell, recent draftee, were both both called up to the camp, and I think I think reasonably can expect both will be pretty big features of the team in the years moving forward. Yeah, I was going to say it doesn't take a soccer analyst to to assess that they're probably in the long term future of the uh, of our women's national team, and it's pretty cool that we get to call them ours. They're <laughs> they're Louisville players. They play in Louisville. They live in Louisville. How awesome is that? Well, and just talking about national team experience, I mean, Jess McDonald was on the recent World Cup winning squad. So oh, yeah, we'll just, have her yeah. on the team too. I totally glossed over that. Yeah. 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 We, we should have announced her as World Cup winner, Jess McDonald. Uh, so. so, yeah, you are a national team fan. Good, good time to be a Louisville, <laughs> Louisville soccer fan. So, Looking at the entire like racing roster and setup and everything that's happened to now, how how are you feeling about this upcoming season, especially in relation to the first season? So, I know it's still early, but I'm putting you on the spot. I think, assuming we sign most of these players we've drafted that are unsigned still, um, I. I feel a little better about the roster than I did last year, although it's it's still a really young roster. So I think you have the same issue as last year um, as far as just experience goes. There's still not a lot of um, experience on most of the roster. We've brought in some experience. I mean, like Jess McDonald is a good bring-in, but we've also lost a lot of experience to, mm-hmm. to get her. Um so I, 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 I mean, last, last season, my goal was to not be last place in the league. I, I had said <laughs> first year, I was just happy to not be last place. Um, I know I said like season two is where you expect to make the playoffs. I, I still want to see how, I think we still have a, with, with the two California teams and everything, I think there's still a lot of moves yet to happen across the league roster wise. Um, but I think there's still not quite a playoff team with the roster as is with how I expect the rest of the league to be. But I, I would be happy if they are at least in the playoff race late in the season. Um but I think we're starting over with a new coach. I think that's going to be a tall hill to climb. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I probably mid table is probably a more safe guess that I would go with. Well, and I mean, I, mid, with their structure, mid table is playoffs. Isn't it? Oh, okay, fine. All right, yeah, <laughs> playoff contention. It sounds better. <laughs> uh, I well, yeah, we still I don't think have a lot of experience, but I think the roster got more talented. Yeah. I think this ceiling is higher. Well, so I think Jalen Howell is specifically the type of player that I said all year we were missing last year. Mm-hmm. But I don't know 
how reasonable it is to expect her to just come in and be a world beater year one. Like she's got that in her in the long term, but I, every player, I think you're going to expect to have to grow a little bit into the league. But also think about this kind of like what we're talking about, the little city side of things is that while these players have had time to gel and work with, with one another, I know there's still like a lot of changes, both in the, the coaching side of things and, uh, and the roster, but I, I think that helps add to things as well. There, you have a little bit more of that that cohesiveness. I feel very good season. about the season after next is what I'll say. I think mm-hmm. we have a lot of very good, very young players. And I think the two and like two years and three years from now, the roster I think is set up to be very good. I'm curious to see how much of that clicks into place this year. Yeah, I I think that's always kind of been the long term plan though is like building for the for the future. Uh, and you know it was it was never going to be a Louisville City like lightning in a bottle, come out well, the gates hot. And I guess this is weird to bring up, but uh, so we got international spots in the the Yuki trade. We have the rights to several international players that are currently signed with other teams, but in the medium term. If if a couple of those players, if one or two of the players we have the rights to ends up signing with us, I think that completely changes the roster, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. So we'll see. Again, I mean, there's still a lot more offseason to happen. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, I'm 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 feeling pretty optimistic. If a lot of these young players can play to what we think they can be, then then yeah, we can certainly be that mid-table playoff contender. But there's probably going to be growing. I think we got very fortunate the in the draft and got probably I think the best we could have hoped of out of that first round. So, Oh yeah. 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 I think we're set up. We didn't mention, I, I don't think we've mentioned on the Savannah DeMello, who we picked up with the fourth pick fourth pick is also a very good player. Um, so still not signed technically, but um, I think she could be very good for Louisville moving forward too. I'm going to, I'm going to safely assume most of these, these players will sign particularly the, yeah. the important ones. So, uh, I'll, I'll be shocked if something weird happens there. I think it's just a matter of time. Even that thing. caveat, but I just, yeah. Yeah. We've talked a lot about um, Jalen Howell, but I wanted to shout her out as well. Cause yeah. I think she could be an, she, I'm expecting her to also be an impact player end of this season, early next season. Fair call. Yeah. You're the one that did the, uh, the mock draft. So you're, you're a lot more familiar with uh, a lot of these players than, than I was. Yeah. She has a lot of youth national team experience. So pretty excited about it but uh i guess to wrap things up you want to talk about some of the activity around the stadium itself yeah i guess so we mentioned uh we mentioned brad on the way out and how how great of a job the the team did and under his leadership with the the stadium but i just wanted to shout out because because i've finally been able to make use of it recently but the um the playground and the futsal court at the stadium are, I don't know if people are aware of this, but those are both open to the public right now. Like you can just go and like, take your kids to that playground. They have a um, it's locked during, during the during games, but there is an outside entrance to that playground that you can get in now during, um, during the off season. And the, the futsal court is a public court. Uh, like anybody can, you don't have to sign up or anything. Anybody can just go play on it. 
That's uh, cool. Because we've been we've been playing on Saturday mornings there recently, and it's super nice. And it's just great. It's great to have a team that like builds stuff for the community like that. Like yeah. anyone can come. Uh, you don't have to be a sick season ticket holder. There's no like, yeah, no gate there to keep you out. So just I wanted to give props to the team on that. That those are both really nice, and I look forward to as that stadium develop development progresses seeing seeing the rest of that development they had planned come into place oh yeah i love how there's a, a public element to it yeah. that's really neat and i, I really hope i would i would really like to make use of that futsal court this season to do some like supporter group ga- games with away teams and and stuff like that i think i think we could as supporters i think we can make better use of that futsal court than we currently are i agree Agree, and hopefully that will will happen in uh in the coming season or so. So, all right, Zach. Well, I think that was most of the items that I want to uh, to talk about. Is there anything else on your uh, on your off season list that we should review? I mean, we had we had quite a bit to go over. A lot's happened in the in the past few weeks. Hey, take a couple weeks off, get a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, right. So, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for for joining us again. We're uh, excited and eager to get back to doing this on a on a regular basis we're still hopefully get some some more guests soon that was fun having guests on recently yeah yeah that was a lot of fun we still got a a little bit of time before the regular season i'm sure a little bit more news will drop but maybe we'll see uh, who else we get in the mix to keep things going in the meantime i'm i'm as eager as ever for the season to start it's been a it feels like a long off season but in in reality like it's always a short off season like if you think about it (laughs) quick turnaround yeah, and I'm not mad about it. Just feels long when you're waiting for it eagerly. Hopefully, we get some preseason games we can actually attend again. Ooh, yeah, I want that. As long as yeah, I want to get. Uh, sorry, Charleston just announced the like Carolina Challenge Cup. Like, I would love to get a little mini preseason tournament like that here, or or like a friendly against an international team or or something like that. That's I. I'm looking forward to hopefully getting something along those lines at some point for a little. I, re- I remember when I did my stadium tour when they were still building the thing, you know, before the coronavirus. I uh, think, they were talking. I think there were plans for international games that yeah. got derailed by that, but hopefully yeah. in the next, hopefully we can see some of that at some point in the next year. That's what I was going to talk about. Don't expect to see like a Bayern Munich come into town. Like you're not going to see like mega clubs like that, but but I still think it's it's very possible to see some. Uh, some some good foreign sides coming and yeah, play I mean, with us, and I'm excited for that. USL prospect. teams are able to get not like um, teams from first divisions to to come play them. Uh, mm-hmm. So you're not going to get like one of the big six from the Premier League, but you can no. get somebody from the first division, probably. Probably. Yeah, that like maybe like a championship side or League One side in England. Well, I, I think we could definitely get above League One, but anyway. We'll see. see. We will see. Anyway, I think that's all we have for uh, for the uh, for you fine people. Again, uh, stay tuned. Hopefully, we'll have some more stuff in the works before uh, the regular season gets rocking and rolling. In the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter. I haven't been as active lately. It's good. It's good to get away from the social media. <laughs> you feeling better? Huh? Are you yeah. feeling better? Just mental health wise? Yeah, I'm just like yeah. I'm like I'm just not gonna 
bother people as much I hope, lately. Not I hope much Brad takes a nice right long Twitter vacation now that he's not president. Once he's not president anymore, I think. Right. He's, yeah. He's still got. He's still got a little bit of time. But, but yeah. If you want to find me on the Bird app, you should know by now at Purple SDF. And you can always find me at Zach W. Allen. So, we will talk to you guys soon. And always take care. Stay safe. Bye, y'all. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.